Yeah, they can't, they can't attack me on the merits of my argument, so they got to go low. I see. <laughs> I see. They don't listen to Michelle Obama. It's all good, though. Nah. Oh, that reminds me. We had, uh, and I don't know if y'all was checking the good news um, IG, but in regards to our promo video, mm-hmm. there was somebody who came in there and said, uh, just a dope ass podcast. They said, quote, as a Lakers fan, I respect the dedication to chaos by insulting the flagship team of your new fan base. Y'all are doing amazing, LOL. <laughs> then they came back and said, this was said with full sincerity. Niggas really like the nonsense over here. They don't like us. So, they have plenty of it, goddamn. <laughs> Strap in, motherfuckers. Be careful with your eggs, foe. Too good milk. Welcome to episode 187 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Catch'em, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as? The Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, Kay Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as Kay Diddy. Take that, take that. Yeah, Brody. <laughs> yeah, so, in case you didn't know, well, you can find us in a whole bunch of different places. So, I'm going to plug you to our social media. Oh, bars. IG and the Twitter. <laughs> at Technical File. We got a website, www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You're damn right. You can also find the Technical File podcast on the YouTube and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Our Facebook page is Technical File Podcast. Um, and then you can move on over to our Technical File Pod Overtime group, which is our Facebook group. You can join in with the listeners, fans, and the fam. We everywhere. You ain't never there. Okay. <laughs> Like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing tech file fam, um, share it to everyone you know. Um, your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your granny, your cousin, baby mama, baby daddy, co-workers, doctor, lawyer, whoever. Uh, <laughs> where are we listening to this right now, man? Uh, just share, man. Take less than 30 seconds, man. Yeah. You all enjoy being a part of this fam? Let's let it grow. So share. Do it right now. For sure, for sure. You ain't doing nothing else? Push the goddamn button. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do something with yourself. Um, Take five challenge. challenge. I forgot. We said it yesterday. I forgot. Black History um, Facts. We just gonna keep it rolling for the month, brother. Okay, there we go. That, that one. That one. It, it was favorite <laughs> black bio <laughs> biopic. Oh, okay. said, "Be on for the ugly, though." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't know. You say hey, that. That'd that, be a bell, sir. Got to save you, partner. <laughs> <laughs> like we definitely discussed this. Close the tech no dice. <laughs> the tech file challenge this week, y'all. Drop mm-hmm. y'all favorite black biopic in the comments. You'll see the post. Interact with it on social media. That's Let us good. know what your favorite is. That's a very hard question, by that the way, because there's so many of them. It's a lot of them, especially yeah. if you're not just thinking in one genre. Like it's man, yeah, like it's plenty of them. You mm. can do Ray. You can do Ali. You can do. The Temptations. You know, temptations. Classic. Yeah. Jackson 5. 
It's yeah. there's a plug. Five heartbeats. Wasn't straight real. Straight out of Straight out of Compton. Wasn't real. Yeah. It was cool though. Straight out of Compton was a great movie. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I ain't seen it. That was a great movie. Forty two. Yeah, I loved 42. Man. Loved 42. Man. But yeah, let us know what y'all favorite is in the comments. Let us know. Yeah. Um, but wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Play. Okay. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Spotify. 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 Amazon Music. Yeah, we did too. Still working with it. <laughs> iHeartRadio. Himalaya. Like a player. Player. Wooshka. Wooshka. And of course, the good news app. Yes, sir. <laughs> good news radio. <laughs> the action man voice. Okay. I dig it. Oh, yeah. Like the movie trailer voice. <laughs> Yeah, no first more. time there, first week. Right. If y'all are uh, new here to the, you know, because you're here on the Good News app, welcome to our uh, brand of sports podcast. You know, we we a little different. You probably already noticed that though. A little bit different. But um, if they are new here, can we can we really quick just say favorite teams? Can we just get this out like in case people oh, yeah. don't know? Let's set the table. Because I think For people assume just people assume that we all like the same teams. That's a negative. Okay, um, I'm a hometown fan, so all the Wisconsin sports teams I root for. Uh, other than that, I like the Jacksonville Jaguars, even though their franchise is they, they're working on it. I like the Jaguars, um, and I'll usually find some like darling team in the West or whatever the case may be to kind of like in the NBA. But uh, right now, that would be the Suns. But other than that, I'm a Wisconsin hometown fan. Eric, the Bucks. Uh, Bucks, Packers, Brewers, hometown except for the Badgers, pretty much. I'm a Marquette fan, so this year has been painful. I'm just, I'm just waiting for this season to end, pretty much for Marquette (laughs) basketball. It's, it's. Hey, Wasn't having some heartbreakers. That Michigan loss wasn't. mm. It was tasty to me. Had a little salt on it. <laughs> it did. I was happy as a mug when they lost. Hating like a mug. Cam, what are your teams? Um, the Lakers, man. All day, Laker Nation. What up? LA, what up? We out here. Laker Nation out here. We out here heavy. Wrap <laughs> them in the middle. It's a few of us Laker fans out here. You a know, few. Out here it's, a, it's a hell of Laker fans in Milwaukee. A few of us out here. It's more than I'm. I'm, I'm I mean, in the lean years, it was more Lakers fans than Bucks fans here. Yeah. yeah. These are fans. Be Football? Lakers all day. Even Chicago Bears. Die Bears. The Bears. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little saying sad as shit. Damn, y'all can't get nothing good. But yeah, I just wanted to set the table in case people were new here. This is their first introduction. They need to know where we stand. So, before we get into the sport fact of the week and then our topics, I'm going to shout out our top listening cities from the past week. Oh, oh wait. can you tell people What's to like and share and rate and review and all oh, that? Oh, you ain't finished my fault. It's because no, it's me. My fault. Off. Dude, dude, my, my fault. That was my fault. Go ahead, man. Quit, bro. She's uh, quit. Yeah, wherever you're listening to this uh, podcast episode right now, obviously we're there too. Um, so while you're there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, review. Five stars are better. It helps us and we appreciate it. Indeed. 
But make sure you listen to Good News app. Oh, yeah. We need all them listens. Download that now. Yeah, go download that app right now. It's maybe the, we'll do a maybe ready. we'll do a a giveaway for people showing us that they download the app. There you go, screenshot it. Mm-hmm. I had a phone call. Like, hey, how you download the app? Hey, go ahead, brother. Just go on, go ahead and go to the app store. Put in the Good News Radio. Download that. Go on the stations. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the sports station. Uh, yeah, sports radio station. Mm-hmm. We right there. We right there. <clears throat> on the front page right now. Just go right there. <laughs> right there. If they listen on a Wednesday, though, they can't go right there right now. But you can next Tuesday. So make there. sure you catch us there. 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time. We'll be on there. Now it's time for them listening cities and the international listeners before we get into the sport fact. <clears throat> Number one was surprising. We had Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Okay, Columbus. Columbus. <laughs> Bob, Columbus. you know what? That is probably why we got a lot of Columbus. Our episode last week was had Bawa on the cover. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, like, uh, he was training with Rikishi. That true yeah. or that was just some shit that was on. I saw that rule. Uh, no, I seen something. He was training with him. Like he, he's legitimately going to be. He's probably pop up within the next couple of weeks. We'll see him. <laughs> he's going to come back doing a stink face and shit. <laughs> that little baby stink face. <laughs> Don't nobody oh, want all that. Number two, we have Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Huh. Hometown. <laughs> Shout out to the hometown, man. It's too much snow on the ground, but man, oh, disrespectful. That's what it is. But it is what it is. Number three, we got Inglewood, California. What's up, Inglewood? What's going on? What's up? Was y'all scouting us out before we got here? I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, we got Crowley, Texas. Crowley. What's going on, y'all? Hey, man. Shout out to all the Texas listeners. Man, for sure. For sure. I know y'all going through it. I ain't got no jokes y'all way, man. I hope y'all good. Like, for real, for real. I do, but y'all fair. Stuff like that, like. (laughs) This nigga Eric. (laughs) I got jokes. I'm just saying, like, you know, they have jokes when it's cold here and warm there, so. Yeah. Hey man, I could get that, but if they if I would get, get the jokes, they didn't lose power and stuff. Come I was, I was just about to say, when they get power back, they get they, they get these jokes. <laughs> because they do often. Never mind. Nope. Okay. Number five, we got Cypress, Texas. Cypress, what's going on? Go on, baby. Number six, we got Kenosha, Wisconsin. K Town, what's going on? Welcome. Number seven, we got Houston, Texas. H Town always showing love. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. <clears throat> Number eight, we got Germantown, Wisconsin. Germantown, the G Town. Number nine, we got Charlotte, North Carolina. What's going on, Charlotte? Welcome back. Y'all keep coming back now, yeah? We're going to move on real quick. Who calls the G Town? <laughs> hey. <laughs> he flows so smooth. I was just rolling with it. Like, okay. We got new nicknames for Germantown. Oh, here. They coming back too next week. Watch. G Town do the cabbage patch. G-town that's what that sounds like. Mm-mm. Don't yeah, G- I, you you shouldn't have brought that back up. Now it don't sound right. <laughs> and number ten, we got Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Baltimore, what's going on? International Baltimore. listeners included Belgium, Belgium, welcome back. Norway, Norway, how are you? And Australia, Australia, hello, mate, how are you? <laughs> All right, it's for a fact of the week. Uh, February 17th, 2021 is Michael Jordan's 58th birthday. 
more importantly February 16th 2021 it's Kate Harris's birthday happy birthday though man for real thank you happy birthday, birthday. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Let's get into these topics of the week now, shall we? Biggest story from the last week got to be the fact that J.J. Watt ended up getting released from the Houston Texans. Mm -hmm. At his request. It was a mutual decision. Where do y'all think J.J. going to end up at? Because it is like a half a dozen teams out here who are like, we want J.J. Like, we want him here. <laughs> yeah, I'll see why not. So where do y'all actually think he's going to go? Because Watt said that his priority is making sure that he can play in the Super Bowl. So he want to go to a team where he feels like he can win. So keep mm-hmm. that in mind. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, I, I was just reading the tea leaves, you know, and his little video that he put out afterwards. Like, you know, you're going to hear it straight from me. Blah blah blah. He had a Wisconsin hoodie on. Mm-hmm. He did, but he's been oh. in Chicago though. Well, his wife lives in Chicago. Exactly. So the Bears. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> close enough to Chicago, he can commute, or she can commute. Right. No. What I will say on the release is that it was fair. I think it was. I guess that was one of the better things that they've done as far as treating a veteran and a star player mm-hmm. for Houston. Granted, for the franchise, you selfishly you could have picked up. You know, a nice little exchange for uh, J.J. Watt. But I guess if you want to treat the player or say you want to do your play right by your players, mm-hmm. that's a start. Two, I would absolutely love J.J. Watt to be in Wisconsin. <laughs> his parents have been traveling for a long time to go watch their games. Imagine he could end his career in Wisconsin and allow them to finally watch one of their boys play at home. That's been a big thing about their story as far as their brothers go as a whole. Like, yeah, it came out today that he was giving Cleveland some serious consideration. I was like, but the story of their parents is that they got three boys in the league who they constantly have to travel for and get to see. And at one point, they would probably love to see them all in one spot or see them at home. I was going to say, like, it makes more sense for him to go to Pittsburgh under that analogy, but... Right, that's what I was about to say. Right. Like, then it's all say, Or see him at home, like, either one, because they grew up watching the Packers and being Packer fans and stuff like that, too, they've said. So... I don't see it. I don't see why not, I have to say. But if not, like, Cleveland would be a great team for J.J. Or, shit, damn, this is... Pittsburgh. J.J. Miles Garrett. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what he's looking at. That yeah. would be ridiculous. <laughs> yes, terrorizing him. <laughs> terrorizing him. <clears throat> I mean, you know, Zadarius Smith, you know, that's close. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> you said close to what? There was a stat that came up that said JJ Watt was only double teamed more than Zadarius Smith last year. So, like, you can't double team both of them every single play. Come on, brother. Just come on. Make it easy. If not, like, they're still. Man, listen, Wisconsin <laughs> is pulling out the big guns. We got quick trips up here, out here pitching JJ to come oh, home. We got <laughs> Culver's is out here tweeting JJ. Like, listen. You was excited when you you had one Culver's by your training camp location. Imagine having a hundred forty plus of them things around you, man. Like, come come home and play. You can have Culver's all day. Free butter burgers for life. Come it's on, so man. Hard, bro. You would get your own burger if you came home. I, I promise you, Culver's would probably make a JJ <laughs> burger. It'd be a white special. Would. Definitely, would. they probably would a water burger. 
Mm, that might be infringing on some on some rights, but it, you know, it's, it's they got the golden arches, we got the golden arcs. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting right. to see where he goes because the Packers actually did clear up some cap space. I do want to point out the fact that for the Packers to get JJ, mm-hmm. they they're about twenty mil over the cap right now, so they got to clear some space. Oh. Mm-hmm. They cleared okay. about a little bit over eight by restructuring Batiari's contract, which is smart. Batiari even gave them a, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Like, y'all took my signing bonus from this year and spread it out, but, like... And you're stalling my money. Exactly, but (laughs) I'm going to get all of it, but you're stalling it. So, you're welcome. (laughs) But they got to make some other moves. And my question to y'all as Packer fans, really quick, is just, would you rather have JJ and lose, like, Lindsey and Jones, or would you rather keep those two and get what I'm not saying it's the apples to apples, but like the idea of getting what means we're going to lose a free agent that we probably could have resigned that we're going to lose. I think we're losing Jones anyways, no matter what. I think we're losing Jones and Williams, no matter what. Like, okay. So do you want to lose your starting center? One of the best. Would you rather have your exactly. And that's been my thing with that line. Cause our line was one of the best offensive lines, which is the reason why he had the year he had. And so the Jones, like with a great offensive line, you can have a great running back. You can have an okay running back look amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, so we can fill them gaps with granted. We can't fill it with the actual talent of losing Jones and losing Williams and they're being comfortable in this offense and the rhythm they, and uh, chemistry they got with Rogers. Sure. No, we can't do that immediately, but Dylan can help fill in some of that he did look good he do have hands too like a lot of people keep forgetting he is a back that can catch just mm-hmm. as well as the mother two um there's rumors that James White may be interested in coming back another former Wisconsin player coming back and I think White and uh White played at the same time at Wisconsin too probably the time frame sounds I'm more yeah. sure they both because uh James White was behind uh hey and I mean like Russell Wilson is apparently upset and uh in Seattle, just get the whole gang back yeah. together. Come on, like, <laughs> bring it back. The whole gang's here. Apparently, Rogers want to leave, so you know, just make you know, mm. make it happy for everybody. But um, no, it. I would. I personally would love to have JJ Watt here, but I would like to keep Lindsley, who's not that old of a center either. That's still an All Pro center mm-hmm. to keep our line intact. I, I mean, when I was saying, like you know come home like I mean you know for a veteran minimum like (laughs) you know he want a ring like ring chasers take the pay cut (laughs) that's that's gonna be a big pay cut he got it that's gonna be the combo he got it but yeah we'll see where he go we'll see well Rogers ain't from Wisconsin so (laughs) he probably won JJ here too like come on man come on yeah. So, but no, I think I think Pittsburgh. Honestly, you think yeah. I think that Cleveland thing is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's fat. Like that's that's almost like JJ Watt isn't like Pete JJ Watt at this point. You're taking it's an yeah. injury risk at what like, like he hasn't played a full sixteen consistently. Like we mm-hmm. know that about JJ, but. He's above average, and he's still got enough in the tank to make a difference. So you Absolutely. put him next to Miles Garrett. They play him at the deep tackle spot too. Sometimes, Whew, I mean, he was all over that line. He was all over the line. So you could put him inside and outside, or just have both of them. Oh my God, bro! Yeah, like you, know, you just need to put in two two three hundred fifties, or grab two Indomitian Sues, 
Yeah. <laughs> all you need is two uh, future Hall of Famers. No, no, no. Current Indominus Suits. You don't even need the, uh, the the peak ones. Put two current Indominus Suits right there, and they'll work, bro. Like, you can pass Russia four. Or you can go to a three four. Like, you can pass Russia three. Look at uh, San Francisco. Look at fucking uh, Tampa Bay. Like, if you, can, if you can rush for four, you're going to terrorize somebody's defense. And JJ over there would be a monster with Miles Garrett. We actually got some comments. We got the Chiefs, Packers, Steelers, or Bears. I could see the Chiefs making get a run at them, too. Michael, how could you even bring up the Bears in this situation? Thank you. <laughs> um, One of the is not like the other. <laughs> how? What? How dare? How dare be? This was fake by the Bears. Super Bowl aspirations. I don't know how the Bears got through in there. What you mean? What you mean? What you talking about? Wait that far. You talking about? Look at Tim Face. Didn't y'all fall into the playoffs? <laughs> we was there though, right? Didn't y'all fall? We was in the playoffs though, right? Y'all won the Bears. It don't matter how you get there. As long as you get there. I hate y'all. Ooh. It don't matter how you get there. As long as you get there. The Giants won the Super Bowl. And then what you do when you got there? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, niggas always when they trying to think real quick, give you that, huh? Mm-hmm. But, that stall, huh? T- no, huh? what you, you trying to think of that answer? I see. I, I see. can see the Chiefs trying to uh, do something. I mean, that's awesome. Marine secondary more than anything. Yeah, yeah. He got options. He got options. He, he definitely do. The whole league will want him, and I don't blame him. Except for Houston, JJ Watt. Houston, except for Houston. No, no, man. Houston's been ha- we. Houston's been having it rough, so I'm not even going. Y'all have been losing a lot of superstars and in all the franchises. Power. Come on, Eric. Duh. Next, <laughs> next. What we got going on? <laughs> Power. <laughs> I said it wouldn't even. You can't. We finna be off. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Let's go. What, what we got next? That's funny. Ooh, okay. So the NBA said that they're going to hold the skills challenge and the three-point contest prior to the All-Star game, and then they're going to put a dunk contest in at halftime as well. How long this shit going to be? <laughs> like, what you mean? How you, how you cramming all that in, B? It's going to be Infinity War, my nigga. It's like, <laughs> it's going to be four hours. Watch on, like, the AAU event. Like, just cram yeah, everything. Like, what is this, bro? Hey. Had like three full games and shit. To me, the most lit halftime show ever, ever. Bro. They probably got a halftime performance too. I mean, on the plus side, that means that there's a time limit on the dunk contest once because that shit can go forever. Yeah, like you get two dunks. If you miss them, you out. <laughs> hey, they both miss. Like damn. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see though. Yeah, I no, mean, it's, it's gonna be. It, it'll be fun. It, I guess that'd be interesting. Like. I mean, it's an all-star game, so it don't really matter about the outcome. But, like, imagine, like, Steph and Dame are, like, in the three-point contest. Like, that's a free warm-up. And then the game, like, you like you get hot in the three-point contest, carry that over to the game. Yeah. Or you get so tired from the three-point contest because you made it to the finals and now you ain't got no legs because you've been <laughs> – you done took all these shots. I so heard leg. Right. Maybe the three-point contest would be first. Give them all a re- chance to rest after that. Man, that's a lot to do. That is. It's <clears throat> a lot to do. Just adding bodies to the mini bubble that they're trying mm-hmm. to create in Atlanta. Yeah, and have they, fans they said, said this, you said they're going to have fans? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
a That's limited amount. Yeah. Ooh. Have been open. All the mayor time. came out and said All that this is a TV. Can. She said this is a TV only event. Do not fly here. Yeah, because that's going to stop people. <laughs> <laughs> well, they already planning their flights. Atlanta, All-Star Weekend? And you've been mm. in the house for a year? Mm. It's going to be people willing to take that risk. They are not people. one of them. Bow Wow was there, bro. They was kicking it with them. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm good, but it's going to be people who are going to be there. Hmm. But since we're talking about All-Star, let's talk about the teams. So today, as we're recording this, is the last day for fan voting. So when this drops tomorrow, we'll be able to know who the starters are, but we might as well just talk about the teams in general. It's a light week anyway. We can, we can get this off. So <clears throat> y'all want to start with the East or the West? Because interestingly enough, the East was a little like they were both difficult, but mm-hmm. the East was easier for me. Yeah, for me and too. And I did not expect that. Ish, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. never not. Kristen just dropped a comment. Welcome to the good news. We appreciate you. Thank you so appreciate much. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. Gang, 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 gang for show. So, East or West? Which I want to do. Uh, let's start. What you want to go East first? Yeah, might as well. Okay, so. Let's talk guards first. Let's talk starters. Actually, yeah, let's do starters. So, who are your starting two guards in the East? Dylan Harden. Harden here. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got James Harden starting too. I, I ain't even got Harden as an all star. In the fan oh, voting, he's like probably like 100,000 behind Kyrie. I don't even have Harden as, a, as an all star. Like, that he shit that he did in Houston counts. I know. That yeah, shit he did in Houston counts. It did, like, but what he, he was trash for a solid month. All <laughs> <laughs> purpose. His trash, was still, his, his trash was still league average, and then he went to Brooklyn and turned it up. This man's yeah, average. He, he got his numbers. Like, he was not good at all. Hey, like, you saw the clips. <laughs> like, that you. shit counts. I hear you. And I'm I seeing him now. I'm <laughs> seeing him now. Yeah, I've been seeing him since he had black and white on. He, he By the time the All Star game come around, he would have played more of his games for Brooklyn than he will have for Houston. And I don't no. see this production job. He did in Houston. Disqualifies him as All Star this year, as far as I'm concerned. Mm, we gonna disagree on that one. Ken, do you have my list at all? Yeah, he's on my list here. Okay, just not a starter. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. I got Bill and Jace, uh Jalen Brown. That's what I have. Oh, although he paid him a little bit, I was saying Brown Ford. They got him as a guard. I don't know why, but they got him as he, a guard. He, he definitely plays the three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what does is, what is Tatum then play? The four. Tatum been playing the four. I mean, they position yeah, the four. And on on two K, not in real life. <laughs> that was like in real life. No, they got him Ooh. okay. Because their big is uh, they used to be using these. And then it's Tatum, and then it's Brown, and then it's was Kimba and Hayward. Like Kimba's Hayward, been out, and Hayward is on the side. The hierarchy that he's been playing, <laughs> position he's been playing has been the four for a while. But they again, always they, they, they don't have space. Like uh, Kimba's been out, and they don't have uh, and uh, Smart has been injured for a lot of the season too. Like Jalen Brown's like too. Although I guess positions don't really matter at this point. Yeah. Regardless of such. Either way. Jalen as a guard. Jalen Brown's been 
killing it. Yeah, he been yeah. Jalen Brown's been their best player. Like, yeah, that's a fact. I got him on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> he's on my he's on my all star team. He just he just not starting for me because as Tim mentioned, like Harden is running away with the fan vote, and I see why because. Shoot, I voted for him on double vote day because that nigga is hooping. <laughs> that nigga is hooping, though. That nigga is hooping. In a way I did not expect, like, he changed his game. I should have imagined that he'd be the selfless one. We talked about this a little bit before, mm-hmm. but, like, man, it's it, – I like watching him play in Brooklyn. I Like, as much as I, like, detested the way he played in Houston that time, like, I love it in Brooklyn, like, he, how he changed it up. I love it. Give it to me. He was he made the most sense as the facilitator of like because he did it in Houston, like he was doing it in Houston. So, like, for him to be the one that have to kind of take a step back and you know he can light you up for 50 any any moment he wants to <laughs> is the scariest part about it. And Kyrie is better in a scoring role than a facilitator role. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, Michael said Bill and Kyrie will start, huh? and Keith said that Jalen won't start. I know, I know he won't. Like he's my starter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, the, are the Bucks making it out of the second round this year? Hey, fam! Ah, lately. I like it. I like it. Hey, I know who will. <laughs> the Lakers. Let's, go. Let's get it. We out here. You out here throwing up. We <laughs> out here. Laker Nation, baby. You know. No. Yes, they will make it out the second round this year. I'm saying that just off off because of the fact that I'm salty that you even asked me that question. Like, <laughs> they make it out the East. Fuck you, me. <laughs> We're coming. Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> but we all have the same starting forwards. We talked about this last week. It's Giannis, it's KD, and it's Embiid. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's the front court. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Anybody else like an honorable mention? No, my starters are locked in. No, as far as the forwards go, no, nah, they ain't moving. Like no, them starters. Just, like just like a this person is also having a good. I mean, I got Giving my random? yeah. They, I got people on my bench. Who's having random, a good? So sure. he's still in my also. Yeah. Who, okay, so who else is on your team? Let's hear y'all benches. Right. I can even start because I got Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I got Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. That's my two guards there. I got Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and Sabonis as my forwards. Mm-hmm. And then my wild cards. All right, I got Zach Levine, mm-hmm. and I got Bam out of bio, and I got Zach on there because I was like, he is really hooping, and if I can give Bradley Bill starter credit, like I can't, I can't not Zach for being in a losing situation. Levine like killing numbers, he put up stupid stats, and the Bulls like splits when he is like sitting down, like when mm-hmm. he is off the court. Oh my god, like, <laughs> mm. but yeah, that's my team. Um, so Ben Simmons was my close call. Like okay. Ben is close. His numbers offensively have gone down, but defensively, like he has stepped it up. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle, Trey Young, those are my three honorable mentions. I'll give you. Did you say Middleton? Yeah. Okay. Middleton, Tatum, and Sabonis were my three forwards on the bench, and then Levine and Adebayo were my wild cards. Okay. Hmm. What, okay. what y'all got? What y'all got? Um, so for my backcourt, I got Young, Kyrie, with mm. Levine and Brown. Well, since he's going to be considered a backcourt, well, he's my wild card. He's my <clears throat> um, my forwards though. 
I got Sabonis, Randall, and Gordon Hayward. What? Gordon Hayward has been hooping. He has been. <laughs> like, he has been. I mean, he's like, having a career year. He's hooping. And Charlotte is in the playoffs by their they're number seven. Granted, everybody's like right here in the East, but the East is kind of gross right now. Gordon Hayward has been one of the <laughs> the catalysts behind that. And it was yeah, it was because I had him or Middleton. So you, you drop Middleton or is he a wild card? No, I got Hayward over Middleton. Hmm. I disagree with that uh, profoundly. Not even the Bucks fan. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I disagree with that. Wait, so Middleton is not on your team at all, or are you just saying that like, Hayward gets in before Middleton? He's saying he's not on his team at Middleton, all. It was either Middleton or Hayward. Well, now going Hayward. Middleton been be cooking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I Shit, so is damn dog. Middleton is averaging almost 21 points, six rebounds, and six assists. Mm-hmm. And the shooting splits are like And shooting 51% from the field, 44% from three, 90% from the free throw line. Damn. Yeah. He, damn. And he's averaging a steal a game. Those are career numbers for him. And assists, he norm, his career average for assists is 3.5. Hmm. All right, you convinced me. Middleton. Hey, I was to say, don't do that to that boy. <laughs> don't you do that to Chris Middleton. Like, Chris Middleton. No, I've been is, arguing with Middleton for a while, man. For a like, while. Until today. <laughs> 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 hey, listen, listen. I said what I said. All right. And then you changed what you said. What you, you changed your mind. What you mean? Okay, okay, so didn't I say what I said then? You're trying to act tough here. Didn't I say what I said then? Oh, okay. Okay. This has been said. Everything been said. Like, you on both sides of the argument right now. I don't even know what you're arguing for. My list. Yo, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep going. <laughs> yeah, who, who else you got on your list? Uh, so, my guards, my bench guards are Kyrie and Levine. Bench forwards, Middleton, Tatum, Bam, Wild Cards, Hayward, and Vucevic. Vuce? Vuce has been hooping. Yeah, and, like, there's nobody on his team right now. Like, even the rookie, uh, Cole Anthony, is out now for a couple yeah. until at least the All-Star yeah. break. I wonder Jeff if they're trading. is out. Uh, Jonathan Isaac is out. Fournier is out. Folks is out. MCW is out. Like there's, they're playing a G League team in Vucevic, and like any success that they have is because of that man. And they just right there within the playoff race because everybody's right. Yeah, they all bunched up. I just want to say real quick, Keith in the comments said that Middleton don't get the credit he deserves. I'll stick. He don't. And then Michael also added that that was a serious question because the Celtics, Nets, Sixers, and Miami might say differently about the Bucks making it out the second round. Miami, they worse than us. What are you talking about? <laughs> the only team that's better than us is the Sixers. All the other niggas is trash. <laughs> we'll tell you tonight. You said the Nets is trash. All the other niggas is trash. Oh, they can't defend no damn body. We're gonna be in the shootouts. I'm not gonna call the Nets trash, but I will say I think the Bucks could beat them in a seven game series. Win number two. I'm going to call the Bucks trash. I mean, I'm going to call the Nets trash. Oh, you too? We number two. Trash. Trash. Oh, what? Oh, Over, come on. Are they better than us right now? Who's better? Can, the trash. 
Can Who's you better right now? The Nets. Okay, okay. The yeah, Nets are a better team. He don't believe that. Look at him stuttering and shit. <laughs> I mean, right now, at this moment, the Nets are a better team. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Only like holidays and health protocols. Like other than that, no. Is, ain't nothing wrong with that. We got a whole season to go. He got a point. Mm-hmm. Ken, did we hear your team yet? Your East? Um, no, East, East, East. Um, I have Kyrie and Harden, um, Middleton, Tatum, and Bam. Okay. Um, no, I'm going to take B- No, I'll keep Bam. Um, wild cards, Julius Randle and Zach Levine. I really wanted to put Julius Randle on my team, and I almost mm-hmm. did over Sabonis. Mm-hmm. But then he I was like... Win. They got New York looking nice. He he does look nice. Like I can't front on Julius Randle at all. He's having a great season. Former Laker. I've seen it. I've seen glimpses of him go early. So wait, just real quick, none of y'all had Ben Simmons on y'all team. No. No. He averaged like below 15 points. Uh, <laughs> he averaged like 14. Like, yeah, like 14. Yeah. 15 points. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and be hooping. <laughs> hey, he took a lesser no, role than MB could shine. Like he he's doing his part. He's doing. Bias Harris is hooping over there too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's doing what he's supposed to be. They doing. look nice. I'm not oh, sorry, his his forty two last night bumped him over fifteen. So he's at fifteen point two. Barely. Seth Curry over there hooping. <laughs> Keith also said like trash. The Nets ain't trash. You just throw it back out there. But in the West, mm-hmm. who are your starting guards? Mm, I got Damon Curry. There you have. I got Stephen Luca. Hmm. I got Damon Curry. And I wanted to do Dame. I was like debating between Dame and Luca, like who should be starting on my team. But hmm. I just ended up giving Luca the edge because of the assist and rebounds. Like, I don't know, Dame, 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 they're averaging thirty. I know, and he's doing it without <laughs> CJ. Dame, they're thirty. CJ was averaging like 20, what, 23 or something like yeah. that? No, CJ was averaging like 27 when he got Yeah, there. he was there. He was like at 27, 28, bro. He would have been a all-star. Dame's <laughs> That shit crazy. <laughs> yeah. I feel – Dame's on my – he's my first reserve. He's, my, he's on my bench, but I got Lucas starting. Okay. Hey, he can't argue with this. All right. Who are y'all starting forwards? Or front court, I should say. Uh, and he got hurt. It made it a little bit easier. Yeah. Like, for me, it's Joker, uh, LeBron, and Kawhi. Yeah, okay. Same for me too. Yeah, the front courts on both the east and the west were pretty easy for me to to figure out. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Jokic is that motherfucker. Yeah, I've been, like, a, you know, I've been a fan of Joker for a minute. <laughs> hey man, that motherfucker's cold. Uh, yeah, for <clears> sure. <throat> All right, benches. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I still don't have my wild cards. I. I don't know. My problem with selecting my wild cards in the West is like I feel like a lot of them are on the same level, and I can't really differentiate between them. Like, it's hard for me to decide. So and I'm gonna let y'all go first because I need to think about this still. Paul George is still considered a two, isn't he? He's a four. He's front court. Oh, he is front court. Okay, cool. Because well, cool. like, I'm not even flopping between him being a two. <laughs> Sometimes, like. I just let me get myself by for man. Like the position designations are dumb. Like especially the way that basketball is played now. Like you got guards, you got wings, and you got bigs. Like trying to di- differentiate between like 
a two and a three is like almost pointless. At the, you know, like it's interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Like you just got a six six dude <laughs> that can defend multiple positions. Like that's what a two and a three are uh-huh. these days. Wing like players, yeah, right. You're definitely right. And I see some teams even play three wings, one big, one guard. Like whatever. That's my soapbox. <laughs> so I think that like forwards, like twos and threes, should count as forwards or guards. Like it should just swing. Just because it wings changes the wing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's right. that's on your bench. Uh, I got uh, Doncic and Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Then I got Paul George, Zion, and uh, Davis. With. Hmm. The wild cards being Gobert and Booker. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so my backup backcourt, Luca and Mitchell, backup forwards, AD, Gobert, Zion, wild cards, Fox, and PG. Who'd you say before PG? Fox. Yeah, and Fox. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just, he got yeah, that. He, he got that money. <laughs> Let well, me show you what I'm doing. Fake Eric is right. He hooping this year. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my backups are Luca and CJ McCollum. He hurt. Oh shit! He is he hurt. Played. He played. played like a month almost. Hey, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> What about the rest of them? Um, yeah, so then I got um, – hey, I still got AD even though he hurt. Um, he earned that spot. He earned yeah. that spot regardless. Uh, Brandon Ingram. <laughs> um, Zion. You, and you ain't got Paul George at all on your list. Dude. No, I told you. No, it's always fuck Paul George, bro. <laughs> Paul George. He ain't going to be on my list. I don't care. He can average 50 points in the season. He ain't going to be on my list. Fuck him. Give him context. Why is it fuck Paul George on site? Because of what he he was supposed to come to LA and he gave all our hopes up and then went to the Clippers. Fuck him. <laughs> That's why. That's why it's always fucking me off. Are you talking about? Well, yeah, okay. Mike said the starters should be the Lakers starters. Come on now. There you There's go. People don't like Lakers. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, we don't yeah, like they out here speaking, speaking yeah, preaching, preaching out here. He <laughs> preaching out here. They're like, gonna be a bowling kid. Right, my kid got backup now. Right. Name gibberish that can be spitting. Nonsensical. Nonsensical. How y'all talking about the all five starters in the West and Utah over there? (laughs) (laughs) Utah ain't got no starters in my book. I was about to say, like, you (laughs) didn't pick a single jazz player to be a starter. You said what? You didn't pick a single jazz player. <laughs> I'm saying they shouldn't even be. How they gonna have? They ain't even first in the West is my argument. So stop cutting me down, Eric. Have my back. But he got enough Lakers over there. Shut your ass up. Hey, you They got all them LA niggas over there. You still over here on me? Nah, I ain't trying to hear that, bro. Fuck them. We over here banging. Hey, hey, hey. No, I'm just playing. I'm kidding. I'm not, but I'm playing. I'm, <laughs> I'm for real. Hey, but I'm fuck playing. Them. Like I said, <laughs> that's where we at. But I'm playing. Okay, okay. I think I think I got my team. Wait, Ken, did you say your full team yet? Did you replace CJ? Um, I did not. I'm going to replace CJ with um, uh, Donovan Mitchell. 
You want AOL to tell us Donovan Mitchell? Oh, that was me, my bad, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> well, back flashbacks with that song when you hear I that. Middle, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my backcourt guards are going to be Dame Dollar and Donovan Mitchell. My forwards are going to be AD, Paul George, and Rudy Gobert. I'm going to make my wild cards Zion and De'Aaron Fox. Oh, so we got the same thing. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, do we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So uh, I'll, I'll even so, help you out, Camille. So, like, because AD is hurt, you got to pick an injury replacement. Who's your, who would you leave off? Do I get to uh, – I thought, I thought you had, like, another person that you were like, damn, I'm deciding between these two, like, for the last five. Yeah, okay. I wanted to give DeMar DeRozan some credit. Like, I was really considering making him one of my wild cards because DeMar DeRozan yeah, really is the perfect vet for that team. And he mm-hmm. his game has just been really, really good. Like, he yeah, has, he should be just – and at least in the conversation. Like, mm-hmm. he's earned that. He's earned that. Yeah, not mad at that at all. Fair enough. And also, uh, Shea Gilders-Alexander. Like, I was thinking about him as a wild card because – Man, he's taking another leap. Like he just, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just keeps improving, and it's it's beautiful to watch. It's beautiful to watch. Jeremy Grant been hooping too. Uh, Grant is with Detroit, but he been hooping. Oh yeah, he he he's doing what he wanted to do. Hasn't translated to team success, but like he getting this shit off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because nobody really consider him like a scorer like that. Like everybody, like, oh, Jeremy Grant a good defensive player. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. nah, bro, he <laughs> keep these buckets. And we knew on top of that too. Like he wanted to play for a black coach in a black city with a black gym, and Detroit nailed all of that. So you got that too. That's fair. We kind of touched on this a little bit, but I just wanted to bring back the point that Kyrie Irving actually officially went on the record. And let us know that he told James Harden, quote, you're the point guard, and I'm going to play shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Like, he just said, like, four days ago, he went to James Harden and was like, you the point guard, I'm shooting guard. Like, that matter-of-factly. Like, he said it wasn't a big conversation. He, James was already doing that pretty much. So it made my job a little bit easier to be like, I'll just go shoot. I'll play off ball. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> They've been doing 35, 40 point games and shit. Like, Let me tell you, I did not expect that curveball. I did not expect Kyrie to be all like, yeah, like, <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> like, I didn't expect him. He's playing very efficiently this season, too. Like, I think he's even shooting over 40% from three, which surprised me because Kyrie's never been super consistent in that area. Like, he's, he's hooping. I feel like Kyrie's going to be just because he. Because his antics now that a lot of people kind of question that uh, he'll be one of those players you forget to just take in what kind of player he is. Like how great he actually is? Dude is ridiculous still. Like he's a ridiculous fucking player, duh. And he'll probably be one of those players that everybody later in his career be like, man, damn, maybe maybe we could have appreciated a little bit better because they're more so concerned with his off-court shit than his actual on-court talent. Yeah, Yeah, he's 54 and 90. Yeah. Like solidly, too. 53 from the field, 44 from three, 91, well, almost 92 from free throw. Damn. 28 points a game, six re- or four and a half rebounds, almost six assists. Boom. Cool. <clears throat> well, actually, I take that back. Jalen Brown's not my starter. Let's see how we didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to show Jalen Brown some love, but yeah, no, Kyrie. 
How are you doing? Shit? No, he definitely deserves it. Yeah, like, he deserves it. I, I hope at one point we kind of start giving Kyrie a little bit more. Uh, like people respect Kyrie, mm-hmm. they do. Like his game, like don't nobody questions what he can do on the court. It's just more so like I don't know. Like, and I think part of it though is like he, you know, agitated for his own team, and then that blew up completely in his face. And, like, now he's back to being, like, you know, second, third option, mm-hmm. which is more in line with, like, what he should be. You know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. he maximizes, like, not being – he's you maximize Kyrie with him not being, like, your everything. Like, if he can just be, like, your dedicated scorer or, like, your dedicated shooter, whatever, like, having a defined role for him, which is just go get buckets, like, that helps him. Like, as opposed to everything runs through Kyrie, like, I don't think he mm-hmm. goes for that. Which isn't a knock. Like it's just like certain play- certain players are good at certain things, and you need help them to. Yeah, and they got every- they got everything they need offensively. Know your person. They, they signed Roberson, so they're trying to get some defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they signed him. So they they got a little defense, but like that pickup. Like Assuming that. he's healthy. Assuming he's healthy for sure. But I like. Which, I mean, like he's healthy, like he's recovered from the injury, but, like, I don't know where he's at, like, compared to prime Roberson, which mm-hmm. is a weird sentence to say. <laughs> I mean, hey, for everybody him, got a like, prime. defensive monster, dog. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, he was crazy on defense, like, when he was healthy before, but, like, after the injury, like, he was out for, what, two, almost three years? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where he's at, like, in terms of, like, percentage-wise from where he was at before. Yeah, but if he's healthy, like, that's, that's a great pickup. Great pickup. So the Buccaneers, you know, Super Bowl champs, you know, they beat the the Chiefs. You know, the the Chiefs didn't score a touchdown against the Buccaneers. Not a they, damn uh, touchdown. Damn shame. Mm, 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 not a touchdown. Grown ass man can't cross the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> damn shame. It is a shame. In the Super it is a shame. Bowl. In the Super Bowl, the biggest game of the year. Mm. Mm. Well, well, the Buccaneers <laughs> at their parade, you know, they had a boat parade. Tom was lit. Um, don't it? And Tom it was ended up going viral. <sighs> Not only for how drunk he was, because that man was... He was smack, bro. Smack that. <laughs> he tossed the Lombardi trophy from his boat to another boat. <laughs> and again, he mentioned the fact that he was really drunk. Like, he said he had a lot of tequila. I'm glad they caught that mug. I am so glad they caught it too. <laughs> no. I'm like, look it, I got I got spares. <laughs> like, <it> don't matter. <laughs> like he don't care about them no more. <laughs> borrow one of mine. He's probably thrown them before. Like he knows how to throw it because when he be at home, he got so many, he just, you know, this is his practice <laughs> one. <laughs> no, bro. His daughter was on the boat screaming, No! <laughs> I would have been screaming no too. Like you no, see all the bad. All the bad playing like Doctor Strange. Are you sitting there like I see all the possibilities, and <laughs> you only got one shot at this. <laughs> you got one shot. Do y'all think he's out of line for throwing the trophy though? Mm. I think it's his. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm, it's not I'm just his problem. though. It's the teams. Yeah, it is the teams, but I don't feel like it's, the it's mainly the defenses. But <laughs> let me put it this way, like. He, he can afford to buy another one, the rich motherfucker. 
<laughs> well, you can afford the replacement trophy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just a trophy. Like, you can pay to get a trophy replaced. Like, I, but for some people, it's the the respect of it being the Lombardi of- trophy. Well, I'm guessing that you ain't going to agree with uh, what's her name, <laughs> Lorraine. Lorraine. Lorraine had a problem with Tom Brady <laughs> throwing this trophy. Okay, Lorraine said that her daddy. Greg is the one who made the Lombardi trophy. Okay. He was one of the, the people who crafted that, you know, that trophy. Like the one that they, uh, they gave him or like he just designed the first one? He designed the first one. So she has the utmost respect mm. for this trophy, given the fact that her daddy is the one who made it a bit, made that vision realistic. Okay. okay. She said this. I'm going to just, I'm going to tell y'all what Lorraine said. And Lorraine Lombardi. No, her name is Lorraine Groans, I believe. Grows related to Lombardi's. She ain't no. related to Lombardi. Her daddy worked for the company that made the first trophy. Okay, okay, ain't no relation. She just her daddy made the trophy design. It's clarifying if, if yeah, the she Lombardi's attached. Was involved at all. No, she's attached. Just his name is on the trophy. Yeah. Okay, she's attached to the design of this trophy. Okay, <laughs> okay. Lorraine said the following. <laughs> It just upsets me that this trophy was disgraced and disrespected by being thrown as if it were a real football. <laughs> Lorraine also said, <clears throat> I have a big history of this trophy being made by my father, and it's such an honor, and I know all the craftsmen that made it when my dad was there, also at Tiffany's, and it takes a lot of hard work. She also said, Ugh. this is the last thing I'm going to give Lorraine credit for. You know, <laughs> this is the last thing you get, Lorraine, because this is her Lorraine. grand finale, okay? <clears throat> I didn't sleep for the past two nights because of- <laughs> Bro, <is she> the- <laughs> I was trying to get through a series. <laughs> You didn't sleep. <laughs> Thank God she ain't on the show. God damn. <laughs> you didn't sleep for two nights. You didn't sleep for two nights. <laughs> <laughs> you was that hurt. Okay, that wait. She has more to say. She has more to say. Hold on. Hold on. Let, let, okay, let okay. I didn't sleep for the past two nights because of this. I was that upset because I know the passion that goes into this trophy. And how my dad and all his fellow silversmiths are so proud to make this. Like, this is, this is, like who, who went and interviewed this woman? <laughs> she was on a podcast. Who saw her? She, got a podcast? she was on a podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Hey, one thing, though. <laughs> how angry she is and made it sound like Tom Brady is black, first of all. <laughs> 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 Second of all, thank God it wasn't one of the black players. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it would have like he pissed on the flag if it was a Man, black It would have been a travesty, bro. He would have been oh. a terrorist, all types of shit. That's a fact. It's just wild. Oh. No, I don't get the, back to answer your question, Camille. No, I don't give a fuck about that damn trophy. Like it's like they buy one every year. Like it's not like it's just a sacred trophy that gets passed from team to team, and you take delicate care of it. Like it's 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 a purchase. Like yes, it represents it, but like the replacement one would also represent the championship that they won. It doesn't take away from they be going to that trophy behind. And actually, I think that they have multiple. Like one goes to like the the organization headquarters, and then one like. 
close around either. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. This ain't the Stanley Cup, Tim. Like, <laughs> it's a bunch of motherfucking niggas. This don't get past around like the Stanley Cup, though. Like, the Stanley <laughs> Cup is like a. <laughs> Like literally, like. You think they ain't just let the Lombardi Trophy just kind of float around for a little bit before they put it up? And do what with it, Tim? I mean, what are you going to do with a trophy that shaped? I want to hold the trophy. I want to put the trophy there. But can I see the trophy? You thinking they just give it to one person only and then put it up and they not go let the players touch the trophy or have the trophy at all, period? Didn't think so. Put it on the trophy. <laughs> I, I lost the point, and and the I lost the yeah, point I while you were talking. That's all right. I'm, I'm gonna give you. But yeah, Lorraine's upset. Uh, Lorraine, it's it's a trophy, fam. You'll you'll be all right. You will. Lorraine be right. needs to relax. Please, big caring energy for Lorraine. What to worry about in this world right now? <laughs> Then you worried about then you not sleeping over a trophy. Like, you really acted like Tom Brady went and like spit on her dad's grave, like yeah, or something. Yeah, just like he did a huge fuck you or something. Like, come on, man. Like, I mean, she respect the hustle and the craft that goes into it. I mean, I get that, but they also get compensated for that. It's not like you know they just make this out of labor of love. Like, and like you were in like a sweatshop and you like you know what I'm saying. Like, you can pay for this. Like, this isn't yeah. You let a game that much. And you work for Tiffany's. Like, I'm sure you were very well compensated for it, too. Like, yeah, for sure. This is fair. Before we go on, do want to pay respects to Vincent Jackson, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. wide receiver, since we're talking about the Buccaneers. Uh, they found him uh, passed away in a Florida hotel room. At the moment of this recording, we're still not sure of all the details with that, but just rest in peace to that young man, 38 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feel like it's one every week, at least. I used to like Vincent Jackson a lot, too. Yeah. He won me some fantasy championships. <laughs> Not going to lie. Vincent yeah. Jackson won me some championships. Yeah, especially in San Diego years. Mm-hmm. Phil mm-hmm. Rivers, love that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, man. Need injury news, just, you know. Stuff that's happened. We'll group them all in that way, okay? Okay. So, the Steelers center, uh, Marquise Pouncey, and his twin brother, Mike Pouncey, of the Chargers, have retired. Hmm. I don't mean no disrespect to twins. But twins are, like... I'm I'm going to leave my comment to myself. I can't word it the way I want to, and it's going to sound bad. But it's just, like, they're really, really close. Like, y'all have to retire together, like... Yeah, they probably could have like, Did one of y'all be like, "Man, I want to retire," and the other one's like, "Damn, now I got to retire too." Or you know, like, I, I can't be in the NFL. If you ain't in the NFL. Like, how how, how does that conversation go? Like, <laughs> I'm real curious about like. There, there's a pair of twins that's like living together and saving money together too. Right, that was the worst twins twin. at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the joint bank account. Right, and now they both in LA. Like, even if they on different teams, like they still got to be close to each other. Like, I think they live together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they like, do. They I mean, do. Some of them just like you know, you. Hey, I don't have a twin, so like maybe it's maybe it's like just an inherent thing, and like twins, like y'all just completely attached at the hip. Even if we have any twins listening, please chime in. Let us know if it's a twin connection that people just can't understand. 
I always wish I had a twin. It'd been two of me. No, <laughs> <laughs> two of you, bro. God, yeah, yeah. No, bro. Oh, that's a lot. That. And a lot of joy and happiness in the world. Lots of smiles. <laughs> Lots of laughter. We <laughs> had an evil twin. It could have been an evil twin. Evil twin. In the reverse. <laughs> oh my God! Man, it have been a hellraiser. <laughs> like, like the house he's in the Morse twins. Like <laughs> <laughs> the candy twins. Like, uh that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> so, we heard about two different NBA players that are going to be healthy scratches mm-hmm. until their teams can either trade them or buy them out. It was publicly mm-hmm. announced. Those players, Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. Now, fellas, I'm sure you've all heard uh, Draymond Green's response on this mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do y'all want to start with Draymond's comments or do y'all want to give y'all thoughts on the situation before we hear Draymond? I think um, we can talk about, you know, what it actually means and then go into Draymond and talk about like whether it's right or wrong. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So let's start we're gonna start with Blake or Andre. Andre. All right. Where do you think Andre gonna go? What you think's gonna happen? Mm. 14, um, seven, 14 and 17 in a game or some shit like that? Yeah. 17 and 14? That's a good one. Like, some people yeah. argue that Andre Drummond's stats are empty. Oh, they've been saying that his whole career. It's been true his whole career. But yeah, he's still putting numbers <laughs> up his whole career. <laughs> that don't make he's it any less like. <laughs> I mean, all of, all of his teams have been trash. Every single one of them. I mean... That's what I'm saying. Like, we never really saw him on a great team. And Eric saying, like, well, duh, because they were Andre Drummond's teams. Right, but. It's chicken and the egg here. Like, which yeah, one is it? Like, you can't yeah. say that when the vacuum is that he has trash-ass teammates the whole time. So you don't really. I'm saying, like, he doesn't elevate anything. Like, yeah, somebody got to be there to get rebounds. And if you get enough offensive rebounds, like, you're going to get putbacks, which allows you to score. But, like, his deficiencies are also – contribute to the reason why his teams have been trashed. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So, yes, he puts up numbers. Like, he rebounds the hell out of the ball. But that might be, you know, at the sake of rim protection or, um, you know, being in the correct position defensively to, you know, like on the shots that don't happen to miss, like, he's the reason why they go in. You know what I mean? Right. All right. No, I so that's where, like, you know, large rebounding numbers can, like, not necessarily be an indication that you're playing poorly, but it doesn't say that, you know, like you're affecting winning in that way. And like, yeah, he scores points, but there are a lot of garbage points. And like when he has to be part of the actual offense, like kind of short circuits what they're doing, like, because he's not, well, he's a decent enough passer, but he can't shoot from outside. Mm -hmm. He can't really create his own shot. Like he's just, he's just he's a negative in certain ways and a positive in others, but like the negatives outweigh the positives. Okay, no, that's valid. That's, that's been the same thing his entire career. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. I, I, I agree with you. But um, which is to say, like he can't be good in a certain role. Like I think right. that put him on like that Brooklyn. Like if he gets bought out, put him on that Brooklyn team. Like he helps them because of what they don't have on their roster right now. Like he's yep. better than what they have, mm-hmm. including DJ. 
and <laughs> and he doesn't uh yeah he won't have to try to do too much because exactly. he will literally be there to just play that role of rebound and defend which he is best at yeah mm, and at that point like if he gets bought out he's definitely he's not going to be like making 20 something plus million dollars a year oh, no. which allows you to play other players but if you're paying andre drummond that much like you're putting a ceiling on how good your team can be as we've seen in the last eight years or however long you're in the league Hmm. But who's the team that is in dire need of rebounding outside of Brooklyn? I mean, Toronto was in talks with them. Yeah. Although, like, that doesn't make any sense from a trade perspective because I'm assuming they're not giving up any of their actual good players and then they don't have a salary <laughs> match. So. Plus, they got Chris, uh, what's his name, Butcher, Beaker over there? Butcher. Yeah, he's he's nice. Yeah. Mm, yeah, Damn. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just know I don't want him to go to Brooklyn. Don't do that. Okay? Please, don't do that. I just him in Boston. Um, uh, like, yeah. So, like, they would trade Tristan Thompson? Tristan Thompson go back to Cleveland. Right. Yeah, like, that's the thing. I don't, I don't see any team wanting to, like, give up actual assets to acquire right. him. Like, unless they're trying to get off of some bad contract that they have that goes for longer years. Because he's an expiring contract this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, $20 million expiring contract. Mm. Yes. That's tough. That's tough. What about Blake, though? Blake is going to have to get bought out because nobody's taking on 30-plus million. I think it's 37 <laughs> this year. And then player option for thirty nine next year. Yeah, it's like seventy mil left total on wow. his contract. So, again, like unless somebody like there, like I wouldn't if I, you know, you got John Wall, you got Russell Westbrook, you got Andre Wiggins, Andre Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. Like those are guys that are like getting big money mm-hmm. that you may not necessarily want long term. But I would take all four of those dudes over Blake Griffin in a heartbeat. Yeah. Even though his contract is shorter than all of them, so if he's bought out, I mean, yeah, very just, expensive I mean, buyout. But the Bucks have played the Pistons enough to where it's like I've seen more Blake Griffin than I care to. <laughs> like he, he's not like not the same. Blake. He can still do some things good, but like he can't move. Mm-mm. He's, he's like, liability he's, on defense. He just gets attacked. Yeah, and like he can't jump like. He has he hasn't been shooting the ball that well this year, but that can be corrected, I guess. Um, and all he do is shoot the ball. Yeah, yeah. but like he's still like he's still smart. He can still kind of facilitate a little bit. So like he can be like a good vet, big off the bench. But like thinking that you're gonna sign Blake Griffin, and that's the key to unlocking something for your team is <laughs> unlikely. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. But like again, like I can see him getting picked up to be like the Marquise Morris of somebody to come in and just like stabilize a bench bench unit and give you another look. But mm-hmm. which yeah. sucks, like because it's just injuries. Like he was playing well when he got to Detroit. It's just yeah. you know he went out and that was it. He didn't really get to be himself in Detroit. Like it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, and I hope that these last few years really don't like ruin the perception of his career in its totality because yeah. Blake <laughs> Blake in LA was was must see TV. Mm-hmm. Must see TV. Lob City. Must oh, see man. TV. Okay. 
now we're going to hear Draymond's thoughts on the situation. He came out after his game in the press conference and was just pretty much like, I got something to say. Like, I get this off my chest. So here's what he had for him. To watch Andre Drummond before the game uh, sit on the sideline then go to the back and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him is bull****. Because when James Harden asked for a trade, and essentially dogged it. I don't think there was no surprise or no, you know, there's no one's going to fight back that James was dogging it his last days in Houston. But he was castrated for one to go to a different team and everybody destroyed that man. And yet a team can come out and say, oh, we want to trade a guy. And then that guy is to go sit. And if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer and he's not good in someone's locker room and he's the issue. And we've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. You know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out that he's traded in an interview after the All-Star game. And we continue to let this happen. But I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player. But teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys, we're not playing you. And yet, we're to stay professional. At some point, as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. But a, but a team can say they're trading you, and that man is to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. He is to stay professional. Mm-hmm. And if not, his career is on the line. Mm-hmm. At some point, this league has to protect the players from embarrassment like that. You know, we talk all of this stuff about you can't do this. You can't say that publicly. If you say that publicly, you're fine. Anthony Davis got fined, I think, $100,000 or something like that mm-hmm. for demanding a trade publicly. But you can say Andre Drummond is getting traded publicly and we're looking to trade him publicly and he's to stay professional and just deal with it. But then when Kyrie Irving say, oh, my mental health is off, Everybody go crazy about that, too. Do you not think that affects someone mentally? As much as we put into this game to be great, to come out here and be in shape, to produce for fans every single night, and most importantly, to help your team win, do you think that doesn't affect someone mentally? But as players, we're told to, ah, no, you can't say that, you can't say this, but teams can? It goes along the same lines of when, when everyone wants to say, Oh man, that young guy can't figure it out. But no one wants to say the organization can't figure it out. I will. At some point, the players <laughs> must be respected in these situations, and it's ridiculous. And I'm sick of seeing it. Y'all have a great night. I'll see y'all tomorrow or Wednesday. Yeah, we we will, Draymond. Like Tim said, we got you. That's, that's what you got to take five for. Shit, that he I ain't hear nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not at all. Yeah. It's wild though, because like he said, a lot of times, like publicly, people were like, "Oh yeah, maybe it's just the GM, or maybe it's just no." The whole fucking franchise is just ass, just ass, <laughs> just ass, and it's okay to say that the franchise itself is terrible, because then maybe that'll give them a kick in the ass, and maybe oh shit, maybe the public's perception instead of it being just one guy as the organization as a whole, Cleveland mm-hmm. finally got their shit together. It took them forever, but they finally got their shit together. It looks like. To a certain degree. Houston got to get their shit together. For sure, for sure. 
But in sports. You said what? I said in two sports. Actually, in three sports. Man, like. It's, I've, been, I've been going at you. So I'm sorry, Houston. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 one that, and it's 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 like you said, it's a double standard that they don't really call that out. And I'm I'm with a man like shit. How y'all gonna say y'all can? Y'all, y'all finna trade him? He finna sit down? But I can't say. Can you trade me? I'm gonna just sit down and chill. Like no, that's not fair. <laughs> it's not. What I heard from Draymond is essentially like we're human beings. Like treat us like human beings. Treat like. Mm-hmm. People look at like the transaction game in the NBA, like, "Ooh, who gonna get traded next?" Oh, I want to see this player, you know, go here. Like, it's two sides to everything. So, like, you know, you want to see, uh, like, you, you know, Brad Bradley Bill get traded somewhere, or let's let's even keep it like stuff that's actually happened, like James Harden. Eh. It's not a good example. Anyway, like people get traded and like that uproots their lives. You know what I mean? Like that that changes like what they're doing. Like think about like in the offseason when yeah. uh that Bogdan Bogdanovich trade like fell through. Like that cost Ursan is over seven million dollars through no fault of his own. Like but again, like people are just like, Oh, that happened, let's move on. But if, if a player were to do something that like completely tanked a trade, like there would be a whole league wide investigation. Like, how how could this happen? Like, we have to we have to make sure like to to fix the rules to make sure that that never happens again. Um, like you said, like Anthony Davis can't demand a trade, but if New Orleans was going to trade him, like with against his will, like he just got to go there and report. And like I saw a little clip on ESPN when they were talking about Draymond's, like what we just heard from Draymond, and they were like, well, you know, you make twenty five million dollars a year, so. You know, it kind of comes with territory. It's like, I hate that they never bring up the fact that how much revenue are these teams bringing in? How much How much money is this owner making that they can afford to play a Draymond Green $25 million a year? Like, you, you only talk about the economics when it comes to the, to these players. Like, these players aren't the only people making money off of the NBA. And when you look at it, they're not even making the majority of the money off the NBA. Mm-hmm. So, nope. yeah, like we, we, we do, and it's not just the media, like it's fans too. Like fans always take the side of ownership when it's a, a dispute between ownership and labor. I mean, yeah, ownership and labor, ownership and players. Like, no, like, you know, hold, hold both sides to the same standards that, you know, like that you have. Like there shouldn't be one set of rules for players, one set of rules for ownership. Right, or right. Or whatever. I don't disagree at all. I don't disagree at all. And sorry, one last thing. I just—it's weird to me, like how we've come, how far we've come, like since the decision, essentially. Because like now you have players like Giannis and Bradley Bill who are getting killed for like wanting to stay with their original teams. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody wants. What's he doing? That's stupid. Like, why don't you go join the team that actually has a chance of winning? Or like, why don't you team up with X, Y, and Z? Like, everything is a you need to win now. Everything again. is instant. So, in, in order for you to be considered a great or considered a quick goat or anything like that, or considered some type of success, you have to win today. If you don't win today, you are trash. Like I said, I always said it about Milwaukee's success recently. Our recent success, like mm-hmm. we went from. Nothing to yeah. Then we had a really good season with uh, first year with Bud, best team in the NBA. That was our first year at the Eastern Conference Finals. That was the first year we really were really 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 good. 
lost the first year in twenty in twenty seasons that they made it out of the first round. Hey, like, you gotta you gotta walk before you run. So then the next year we get bounced in the second round, and all of a sudden it's, it's just it. right. But I'm just saying, like we've only had we've only literally been relevant for two years, and all of a sudden <laughs> you know it's like we can't oh, win. It's, it's, it's lost all. Like, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, you need to win today, and that's why a lot of people feel like players should move on to another team. Oh, y'all can win this year if you went over there. Like, it don't always got to be this year. Again, why LeBron is a, is a GOAT, why he has changed basketball, because this is why it's so much more commonplace. Like, it's <laughs> – like Eric said, he's changed the way fans think about the game. Like, that's crazy to really think about. Which is fine for LeBron. Like, I'm happy that he did that. Huh? Sorry, like, one last point. Like, I'm happy that he did that. It's just, like, allow players to kind of, like, chart their own destiny. Like, if somebody wants to team up with their friends and go play, that's well within their rights. If somebody said, like, I want to build this on my own, like, I want to I want to do this by myself, like, that should be their right. Like, call people, you know, like, criticizing people for making choices about their own individual careers. Like, I don't, I don't get with that. That's fair. I hear you. So NBA injuries. Uh, New York Knicks center Mitchell Robinson is going to undergo surgery on his fractured right hand, and he's going to miss about four to six weeks. It's a big blow to the Knicks. He was having a pretty good season for him. We've kind of touched on this a little bit, but Anthony Davis, he's going to be reevaluated in two to three weeks after re-aggravating his calf strain. That's what they're saying. I thought it was his Keeleys. Not my Keeleys. Like, this is, I, this I was, is Yeah, this kind of reminds me of like when Katie like tried to rush back in the finals and then towards the kids. So I, I hope that they are super cautious. Cause it was the same thing. Like he got hurt, he came back and then hurt himself. They weren't really specific about like what the injury was. They were saying, you know, it's just like it's his calf, it's his ankle, it's his Achilles, like it was just sore and tender, and like so, yeah, like be cautious, <laughs> like bringing him back. Like it's the Lakers, like they're gonna be there at the end. So like if he needs to take, yeah, a month, month and a half, two months, like off, they gonna be all right. Huh? They gonna yeah. be all right with him off like two months? Can't like, you haven't been watching Lakers, right? Been <laughs> watching the Lakers, be yeah, we'd be all right. <laughs> we'll be fine. LeBron got us. We'll be all right. I see Kuz out here trying to punch on people. Hey, bro. He stepped his game up. He being more aggressive. He not trigger happy. He been he been actually he been out here. He got to work on his defense though. He be getting he be, he be getting it on defense. <laughs> he get there. But he got in the playoffs. He gonna get tri- trigger happy again. You are in. He gonna get excited. <laughs> he like pulling from half court again and shit. Like, bro, what's Kuz doing? <laughs> said pulling from half court again like he he was on that like regularly like pulling from half court I think last year he hit a shot that he was damn near half court yeah he was dead he put it in the bubble <laughs> he was in the bubble like he was pulling it was one game I was like bro what is why is he shooting like this he never has the green light but he should he should shoot that motherfucker like <laughs> yellow huh so it Maybe. might be yellow he still be going through it you he don't care he still do you don't mean go I think it's smart what the Lakers are planning to do, which is take it slow with AD. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, if y'all need a key leads, let me know. <laughs> you going to give yours up one. for him? I got a spare one. You got... <laughs> 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 
Minnesota guard D'Angelo Russell, he's going to actually have surgery to remove a loose body that was in his left knee. He's going to miss four mm. to six weeks as well. You're trying to get the number one pick again next year? They better hope it's top three because if it's not, it's going to Golden State. They like seven and twenty-two or some shit. Like, like they, 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 they're the worst team in the league right now, currently. Could so you imagine Golden State if they get surgeries. the number? Th- if they get the thing, top like, three they're draft pick, yeah, they're not even guaranteed. Like, even if they finish with the worst record, like they're guaranteed a top five pick. That's it. But if it's four or five, like it goes to Golden State. Mm. Wow. You imagine if the Warriors get a top five draft pick in you this upcoming draft. draft. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like this draft is supposedly stacked. Yeah. Hmm. So well, I don't get why when people were like, "Man, they you know Minnesota won that trade." I'm like, Wiggins and Russell is damn near a wash, and you giving them a, <laughs> a top five pick, a top five Minnesota pick. Mm. Yeah. Look, Golden State might have it. That's rough. That's tough. Okay. But kind of touching on the draft, Duke forward Jalen Johnson, he told the team, like, hey, I'm going to just sit the rest of this season out. I'm just going to get ready for the draft coming up. We trying shit anyway. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they are, though. Like, Duke is not Duke is not looking like Duke. Like, uh-huh. Duke's looking like. That's why um, the coach had made the comment at the beginning of the year. I don't even know what we're playing. <laughs> if they was winning, he wouldn't be saying shit about no Corona. <laughs> he saw that team in training camp. He was like, mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> this ain't the year. <laughs> you sure you want to play? Y'all want to play but, for sure? I mean, congrats to Jalen Johnson. Uh, he was here for a minute, too. At Nicolette. Yeah, he's from, he's from the area. He went he's to Nicolette. Yeah. Originally. And then he came here for Nicolette for a year or two. So we, I, I, we, I'm gonna claim him. Like, Milwaukee, <laughs> we got him. We got him. We got Jalen Johnson. So, Wisconsin. Yeah, there are people who are upset with his decision, saying that he's quitting on his team. But uh, look, we knew we he was there for. He was only there for a season, anyways. Oh, y'all ain't gonna win nothing. Y'all, y'all a fringe, <laughs> a fringe team at the moment. So. Y'all been watching. Y'all know how bad y'all are. Y'all, y'all know y'all need him. Yeah, been watching. Why y'all want him to take that risk? Because they want like, to finish out strong for the team. New the team ain't going nowhere. I hate that argument too, because like I've seen people on Twitter where like they're projecting their feelings onto his teammates. Like, well, you know, if I was his teammate, I would feel like he's quitting on us, and like that just shows poor character and blah blah blah. It's like his teammates know him way better than you do, so like you can't speak to how they feel about his decision. <laughs> He may have been talking to him already and everything. Like, they probably was like, "Man, do what you got to do. What you mean?" Typically, is the case before like, (laughs) like teammates, like, like when contract stuff comes up in like the pros, like they be like, "Hey, you know, do what's best for you, money." Like, just cheer for him next year. That's all. Yeah, he's still from Duke. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Panthers open him up more playing time and more touches for all of him. So. Yeah. So, hey, we a player-friendly pod. We we put the player Absolutely. first. We here for you, Jalen. We support this decision, man. Go and get your training Absolutely. on. Both. Training on. Last thing I'm going to ask y'all before we move into the blow the whistle topic or segment of the show. Did any of y'all watch NXT Vengeance Day? I did not. I did. Tim, 
Tim saying yeah, Tim saying yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw Norman had it on. My husband had it on. I wasn't really watching oh, yeah. it. So, <laughs> is it actually worth watching the pay per view? It's NXT. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that it was like a classic NXT takeover, but it was still some good matches. Like, mm-hmm. uh, to be like honest, that, you ain't got to just say everything NXT put out is worth watching. Yeah, is it worth watching? It it, it is. It is. Okay. Eric, what do you think? <laughs> it it was it was like it was an NXT takeover. Like it was it wasn't like I feel like I'm about to just repeat what Tim said. Like so, yeah, it, <laughs> so saying, like, it was run of the mill NXT takeover. So if you're usually entertained by NXT takeovers, you're going to be entertained by this. Nothing, they're like, always fire. So like, like nothing too noteworthy happened, but it was also worth. Watching, like, like yo, yo, yeah, yo. Initial tone was sounding real unsure about it, so that's why I had to ask because you were sitting there like, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it, it was cool. It was cool, but it wasn't like, man, y'all really got to watch NXT. You know what I mean? Like, like because you know NXT. You want to sit and watch some decent wrestling? Like, go watch NXT Takeover. If you got better shit to do, I can miss this one. I feel like I can miss this one. I got you. I got you. I feel like I can miss this one. Watch the championship match. Okay, that's right. See, like I, I enjoyed it by the end, but like the it, it took a while to get started. And like I know that that was the story that they were telling, but you know, gra- you know, Matt grappling like that ain't really my bag. <laughs> so it's like hit somebody, got punch on his wrist. Like you know, it's, it's a great wrist lock, but that uh, I can. But <laughs> <laughs> I need more. Turning his head in his headlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, yeah, you're from a perspective, like it makes sense. It just wasn't exciting. Mm-hmm. I, hear I, I saw the yeah, and then the ending with uh, Finn Balor and all them, and, and then Adam the, Cole, baby. Yeah. That's my dude. We have best Adam Cole is a beast. Baby, baby. music, I feel. I, I think it might change that to Sasha Banks, not Sasha. Uh, Bianca Belair though. Oh, you like Bianca Belair theme music that much? I like it a lot. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's interesting. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. All right, Eric, you still got your blow the whistle? You still ready to do this? All right. Let's go on the blow the whistle then. All right, now that's enough out of you. You know what? Tease ass up. All right. Eric, what you got? So my blow the whistle is on the NBA. Um, Last week, it came out that um, the Dallas Mavericks had stopped playing the national anthem prior to their games. Um, And apparently, they hadn't been playing it all season um, for whatever reason. Like, somebody just noticed or Mm -hmm. whatever. And they just asked Mark Cuban about it. And he was like, yeah, no, we're not playing anymore. Um, So, within a day, the NBA put out a press release. um, Saying that with NBA players now in the process of welcoming fans back to the arenas, all teams will play the national anthem in keeping with the longstanding league policy. Um, if that's your league policy, then you need a new league policy. Like, mm-hmm. forced patriotism kind of defeats the point of it. Like, and mm-hmm. now, like, so much involved with the playing of the national anthem and what you choose to do while it's playing has become so politicized like 
what is the point? Like, it's not, there's nothing else that you play the national anthem before, like in the mm-hmm. private sector, like before doing it. Like, I don't know why that became a thing. Like, I don't know why. I, I mean, I know why, but I think it's it's time to move away from that because it's gone so far away from what the national anthem was intended to be. Mm-hmm. And like what it was intended to represent. Like now everybody has like their opinion on like, you know, you should stand, you should kneel, you should sit, you should do this, you should do that. Like if y'all are really interested in bringing the country together, which is apparently like the new talking point for everything, like <laughs> maybe get away from the things that are inherently divisive. And you can't just like ram through the fact that. You know, so, like, I'm not saying, like, you shouldn't play it or you should. I'm saying, like, each individual should have the opportunity to decide for themselves, like, I don't want to be a part of this or I do want to be a part of this. And I, and by this, I just mean, like, the patri- the fake patriotism <laughs> that is displayed at sporting events. Yeah, I don't have no argument with that. Anyone else got something they want to get off their chest? No man. All right. Blow the whistle on them then. All right. Tag tie five time then. Tag five, four, three, two, oh, one. Yeah. Tag tie five. I don't know. You, you weird, man. So last week's tag top five, we did that as a holiday episode. So we had a draft, and the draft was Black Romance movies. Eric was the winner of that. So shout out to you, sir. Gang gang. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> this week we are looking at the best black wrestlers of all time. Tim, go on ahead. And then you even got it. You, trust me, your honorable mention. I'm ready to talk about that man. Oh, really? <laughs> he okay. on my list. Um. So number five, I have Mark Henry. Somebody gonna get the ass kicked. Why Mark? You got three six mafia theme song, I'm just saying. <laughs> he was the world's strongest man. Mark Henry was around for a while. He was trying to help uh usher in a couple other young wrestlers too. He's he's been WWE for a minute though. Mark Mark Henry's been uh I wanna say he's been a big pillar for black wrestlers, I guess for a while as well. But yeah. Henry's always been uh one of my favorite heavyweights as well. Um Love this character. Love the hand with, um, what's the fabulous Moolah? <laughs> Moolah had the hand, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, he lose points in my book for that, man. No, it was. It's, 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 Whoa. <laughs> 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 like, Mark Henry has some characters. He has he had his time, and he had a couple championship runs, too. And, you know, at the time he was getting them, I was like, bro, can Mark Henry just retire now? But at the same time, he still ended up getting his runs. And, um, it was dope. Number four, I have Miss Sasha Banks. Miss Sasha Banks to me is probably the best black female wrestler that we've had. But she has like she's broken through a couple glass ceilings by main event pay per views and things of that nature. But she's also still growing and getting better because she's still not that old. She's still young, so she has a whole career in front of her. Um, number three, I have. Mr. Ron Simmons, a.k.a. Farouk. Farouk. Damn. Damn. <laughs> uh, number two, I got Mr. Booker T. Tell me. 
He did not. And <laughs> number one, I got it. Yes, Mr. Rock, Dwayne Johnson. All right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna shake the table a little bit with my list. Um, and, and just to give a little background, like I only went with people that I've actually seen wrestle before. Like I can't speak to you know your Bobo Brazils and your Ernie Lads and Jim yeah, Junkyard Dog. Like I I wasn't around for their runs. Like I know that they were influential and important to wrestling history and especially Black wrestler history. But I can't speak to who they were or what they did. So I did. I, like I wouldn't know where to, to rank them. So, with that in mind, uh, number five, I got Kofi Kingston. Kofi! Like, he is one of the most decorated champions, period, in the history of WWE. Like, one-time WWE champion, one, uh, four-time Intercontinental, three-times U.S. champion, five-times Raw Tag Team, seven-times SmackDown Tag Team, and one-time World Tag Team champion. It's 21. <laughs> 21 yeah. of them things. Yeah. Um, he's a triple crown winner. I mean, he's Mr. Royal Rumble, even though he never won the match. Like, part of the New Day, which is one of the most successful tag teams in the history of wrestling, like, hosted WrestleMania, which isn't really a thing, but that just shows <laughs> you, like, how popular they were at the time. Like, they transcended the tag team division. Selling cereal. Yeah. Bootyos. Bootyos. Getting it, man. Booty, boop, booty, boop. Cheeks. All of them. So, yeah. I just wanted to give Kofi his flowers. Uh, four, I got Ron Simmons, the first black world heavyweight champion. Through. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, Booker T, five times. Number two, Sasha Banks. Sasha. Like Tim, you said one of the greatest black female wrestlers. Yeah, no, she is the greatest black <laughs> woman. Uh, I mean, Bianca come in, but oh yeah, no, like again, decorated. Like she's the she was an NXT champion. She's a five time Raw Women's Champion, one time SmackDown Women's Champion, two time Women's Tag Team Champion. Like she's part of the four horse women who again revolutionized women's wrestling within WWE. Like. Mm-hmm. She's important, like, and she's a fucking star. Like, <laughs> um, that first tri- that triple threat with her, Becky, and uh, Charlotte, like, it didn't main event Mania, but it should have. Like, it was definitely the be- match of the night. It was definitely the one that most people were looking most forward to. Like, yeah, Sasha is bad shape, and number one is obviously The Rock. For yeah, there's 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 no question in the Rock spot on this list. All right, so. My number five. So to Eric's point about not being able to watch, that's why I love the internet because I am able to read a lot and learn about different histories and different wrestlers. And when I was thinking about my list, my number five spot was really hard to pick because I felt like there were a few wrestlers who were kind of like on the same tier to me. Like they've like, I love what they've done, but like it was hard for me to really differentiate between them. So like Kofi, uh, Mark Henry, I was like, ah, I want to, but I just, I, I don't know what sets them apart. So I end up going with Bobo Brazil for my number five spot because it's Black History Month, so I'm going to educate y'all real quick. Bobo Brazil is known as the Jackie Robinson of professional wrestling. Along with Edward Bearcat Wright, Bobo 
help end segregation in the world of pro wrestling. But the thing with Bobo is that he ended up becoming more popular than Bearcat, who was before him. So that's mm-hmm. what Bobo got the nod for me. Bobo went on to win 52 titles <laughs> across 14 promotions and w- NWA regions in his 40-year career. That includes five heavyweight championship reigns, as well as seven United States championship reigns. He's also, fun fact, the first ever black person to win the NWA uh, World Heavyweight Championship in wrestling history. He actually beat Nature Boy Buddy Rogers, but that reign isn't recognized by NWA due to legitimate backstage politics from that day, which is why Ron Simmons is known as the first black NWA heavyweight championship. So, interesting point to put there. He was the first black person to wrestle in a mixed race match in the state of Georgia. And he was just pretty much super popular. He was a top draw of his era, top billing almost everywhere he went. When he retired in 92, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame, two years later. So, I gave Bobo my five spot because I couldn't really pick between some of the other like current wrestlers who I have seen. So I gave Bobo the edge because of what he meant historically to the sport of wrestling for black people. Number four, I got Ron Simmons. As mentioned, he is recognized as the first NWA champion, first WCW World Heavyweight Champion, uh, one-time WCW champ, one-time WCW tag team champ, three-time WWF tag team champ with Bradshaw with the APA, one of the one of my favorite tag teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he also led the Nation of Domination, which, what a stable. What a stable that was. He helped develop the rock. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, give that man his flowers. The music was cold. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Number three, I got Sasha Banks. Eric's already alluded to why Sasha's so cold. She got nine title reigns already. She's, she's doing her thing, okay? Main event and being the first woman to be in a Hell in a Cell match. She's, as Tim said, shattering ceiling. So, Sasha at three. Booker T at number two. Can you do it? He also needs his flowers. That man is the most decorated wrestler in WCW history. Just that whole promotion, he's it. He had 21 titles there alone. So like the man was the man is bad. I think he's had like 40 titles or something like that. 35, 40 titles over his career. Also has a wrestling school and a wrestling promotion. So like he's He's vital to the sport. And hey, he got a song. Yeah. Him. He got a number one pop song by Bad Bunny. So he's credited <laughs> for that too. Number one, it's The Rock. He got his own TV show. He did everything in seven years that people wish they could do in 20, 30, 40 years in the business. <laughs> and he got out quick enough to not like be maimed by the sport physically, <laughs> which is a win in itself. Okay. There you have it. Um, so my top five, I have five, I have Sasha Banks for all the reasons mentioned already. Uh, Bobo Brazil, um, definitely for the reasons that Camilla explained. Um, Ron Simmons, Farouk. I just love that he said, damn, that shit was <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love most about him, man. He was a bad motherfucker, man. I used to get in trouble for saying that shit. Um, number two, Booker T. And number one, of course, The Rock. The people's champ. The coldest. And his theme music. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Like, no, I kept amazing. changing his theme music. I ain't like the one with all that guitar in it. 
I like all the different iterations of his music. I also want to point out the fact that The Rock is still the only black man to win the Royal Rumble match. Mm. Wow. And he won that in 2000. Wow. <laughs> the only one. Just. 30 plus, that out there. 30 plus years. Out there. Mm-hmm. The only. So shout out to the only at the moment. But that was the show this week. We hope you all enjoy. To all the good news listeners, welcome again to our show. We hope you come back next welcome. week. To those who listened uh, regularly, hey, check us out live on Tuesdays. Good news app. 6 p.m. through 8 p.m. Central Time. Mm-hmm. Be there. Get in the chat room. Get in the chat room. Sign up real quick. Bloop, bloop. Get in the chat room. Be part of the show. But if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram. Oh, wait, no. Nah, just Twitter. At Camille Monet. I made my Instagram private again. I forgot. At Camille Monet. C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E. Because. Your mom is fancy. For sure, for sure. <clears throat> at Bucksburn on Twitter. That's all you get. Yeah, damn right. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. K Harris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And of course, it's your boy, T I M K I N Z B number three, aka Ask Ketchum, aka Mr. Give It To Me. We'll see y'all next week. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media.